Are you ready? Say Vizzle's 50th episode. Song of the week. Hi, love. Hi, love. Love. Why you so mean to me, love? I just want some of your love. Hi, love. Hi, love. Hi, love. Hi, love. Hi, love. Hi, love. Why you so mean to me, love? I just want some of your love. Hi, love. Hi, love. Hi, love. Hi, love. Why you make it difficult, baby make it easy Why you say you don't need me when you know that you need me Always held it down for you, I never thought you would leave me Hey, fuck you I love, I love, love, I didn't mean to do you bad Love, I wish I could take it back Love, you help me stay on track Love, love, I didn't mean to what I said Hey, love. Song of the week. Sound good. 50th episode of the Safe Visuals Podcast. We brought it back to the roots. I'm back, you know. What the best the, shows was with me. With the first lady of the Safe Visuals Podcast. And she wasn't my fiance back then, but she is my fiance now. Woo. So a lot of things going on. Kaylin Butler, soon to be Butler, but. Yeah, but this is the 50th episode, and it's about to be Christmas time. We will, I probably will release this on Christmas Day. So we should have had a couple of Christmas decorations. Well, they now. Should have had our trees or something. Uh, but I guess we can um, go get them. You want to go get them? Go get them while I um, talk to the people. But get a couple of Christmas trees or something. Drop them on here. But Lord. <laughs> But yeah, dog, this is the fifth episode, and we come a long way, and we're gonna talk to y'all about some things that you know has happened since January 2021. That was the first episode of the Tavers podcast, as y'all know it, and a few things is going on. We waiting on how to get a couple of Christmas decorate. Ooh, there you go. Ooh, that that's cool. That's cool. We can cover up the Tavers. That's cool. <laughs> hey, love. That's fine, you know, a little Christmas tree. Ain't blocking you, huh? You can't see? Yeah, it's blocking me a little bit, but it's all right. Let me see. Let me see. Let me. That's fine. I say it's good. It's fine. It's fine. But yeah, you know, um, since January 2021, a lot has happened, y'all. We moved like three different times. And we moved from what? What we was January 21st? January 21st, who's on Lakeview, huh? No, that podcast was at um, Shell Met House. Oh, well, it was my mama there. 
Yeah, we stayed with um my parent, and that that's a subject we we probably touch on because I talked about that a little bit on my thing. But hey, let's talk about what's happened since twenty twenty one. Um, we touched on her being a fiance. I proposed around Christmas, and we will begin married October seventh. 2023 which is next year you guys how you uh, you, you. let's first of all let's talk about the proposal Mm -hmm. were you expecting a proposal no he he tricked me he really did i i thought i was getting it getting proposed to on new year's eve but no you actually thought you was getting proposed to on a helicopter date well yeah i took you out that whole day yeah but then you said Make sure you be off on New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve was on a Monday. Oh, yeah, I was tricking that, y'all. No, he wasn't Mind tricking games. me. He wasn't tricking me. He was about to do it on New Year's Eve. I was not. But, yes, um, was. But we saw you was um super happy when it happened. What was going through your mind when you turned around? I don't even know. It was just like I went blank. It was just buku excitement. Like, mm-hmm. I just was so excited. You started jumping up and down as well. What was that? <laughs> excitement. Energy. <laughs> like, I was so happy. Bruh. This dude was telling me, yeah, I'm um I'm gonna go I'm gonna propose to you soon. This dude literally waited to the end of the year to propose. Mm-hmm. I was waiting on a proposal that whole year and he gave it to me at the end. Um what um pro- pro- the proposal also the wedding. Now, the proposal seems like the easy part cuz when you get into the wedding, it gets difficult. You got to get these different vendors, you got to get it how you want it. And I want to ask the people, y'all send it in, drop it on the comments, however y'all want. What y'all think is a respectable budget for a 23, 24-year-old couple? Um, we're not rich. We, we don't do, we're not in big tech or nothing like that. We, we don't have no big super-duper jobs. What is a respectable budget for a wedding for two 24-year-olds? What you think? Y'all let me know. I'm thinking... Like fifteen thousand dollars max. That's what you're thinking. Respectable. Well, no. What you think? I mean, I thought twenty, but we about to hit more than that. No, we don't. We don't. We not telling what we about to hit and spend. All right. So, mine was fifteen thousand. Respectable budget. I think that's cool enough. A good little venue. Depending on how many people you have, that's a good time. But women like to go over budget. And can you take the glasses off? Because you want to see how I'm looking at you. I can see your eyes because of the light, but you need to take the glasses off. Um, they're going to come off when they need to be came off. But You look crazy, but all right. <laughs> but yeah, that's what I'm thinking. But 15000 was my my um what I expected to spend. Well, but, mine was twenty. But I'll let you guys know that you ain't going to be spending that. $15,000? Um, let you know the photographer and videographer video, that's going to be at least four. They got some people who cheaper who knew and stuff who do it. For what? Together? For racks, yeah. But they, they have people who cheaper. Um, no. Nobody down here. Yes, nobody they have people here. cheaper who are newer people and doesn't have like the certain quality that the people got who is experienced yet. They have people who have cheaper stuff than what we received and just got. Mm-hmm. But where it's really going to hit you at, the venue, you guys. We wanted to get married outside. We we achieved that with our venue. The venue is the Champagne what? Champagne Palace. Champagne Palace in Harrahan. We achieved that. Um, we was gonna do it on a lake by this uh, place, but I wasn't really feeling it. And 
we went through a lot of um things. We had one in Pontchartula at first, but we had um a family um emergency that we had to um get it somewhere else. <laughs> um, shout out to the South Southern Oaks, huh? Ain't this what it is? Some people called the um something wetting the oaks. They called the oaks. They something called the oaks, but yeah, we had to. Um, oh, the Oaks from, Wedding Event Center. That's yeah, we had call. to get it from over there because that was in Pasadena, and we had a family emergency, so we'll take it like that. But then we went through my baby wanting to get married in Miami <laughs> on the water. Take us through that. Why you want to get married in Miami on the water? So I had seen this particular venue that I liked, and it was, like, including a lot of stuff. Like, as far as, like, the decorations, they made, made it look like how I would want my wedding to look. And mm-hmm. that something that was in our price point. But then I started, like, looking for food. Then I got to see how many people will be able to travel. It's too much. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, I just was, like, Desti- destination weddings are too much to plan. I'd rather just have it down here. How many people you um expect... To come to our wedding, we what? got we got one fifty. You expect one fifty people to be there? Yeah. Okay. I expect it. Okay. Um. And also, let's talk about more about the wedding before we get to other things. Mm-hmm. P- choosing a best man, choosing a maid of honor, and what else it is? A major honor. Major honor. So, how do you get to choose that? I don't know. You go by who you think fits the best role. Mm-hmm. You go by who your best friend is. The major honor is somebody that's um married though. So And you don't have no friends that's married yet. No. Not yet. So you ain't gonna have a major of honor. I mean I am she was about to get married. So that don't count. <laughs> <laughs> so you can't you said somebody who get married, so you cannot have it if they're not married. I mean So that spot is empty. Nah, I'm still gonna have it though. You breaking rules of the wedding code. Sorry. I'm glad they don't got that for men. Like your best man got to be married or something. No, you, well, because you only got a best man. You don't got no best man of honor. Yeah, but best man and you have a right hand man. Oh, well, that's what you got in weddings? I didn't know that. No, I just made that. <laughs> I, just, I was about to say, I didn't know you had that. All right, well. How was, how, how, did you pick your best man yet? Yes, he's picked. He's real. He will be revealed at the brunch. Okay. Um, I went back and forth with this as well. So they had a few candidates in there. They had um one, two, three, four candidates. That oh. I yeah. I um put my dad in there as oh, well. Oh, I'm going to say four. Yeah, I put my dad, my two best buds, and um the it's other one was a wild card. A wild card? Well, I know who that was. Who? All right. We're not about to, I'm not revealing no names. I know it was. The wild card? Yeah. You can reveal the wild card. No. The wild card is not it, so it's not the person. I know. All right, but. But, um, yeah. Um, How many grooms, bridesmaids you're going to be having for the wedding? Nine. Okay, nine? Mm-hmm. They all know they bridesmaids? Yeah. All of them? Yeah. Name them off? Name them? Yeah. Um. All right, so I got my sister, Tay, mm-hmm. my little sister, Nee. And I got um, I got Quell, Riel, Bianca, Taranika, Dominique, Tanuni, Lex. I'm missing somebody. Let me see your fingers. Oh yeah, it's nine. That's nine people. Oh, all right, I got it. Okay. Um. Oh yeah, my little sister gonna be the flower girl. My other little sister, 
And then my other little sister would be the junior bride. Yo, other little sister, other little who the other little two is? Kalia would be the flower girl, and um, Kyla would be the junior bride. Okay. Because Kyla can't wear like all like them clothes and all that because she only like twelve. How old is she? Oh, uh, she twelve. Right, she twelve. She's gonna be the junior bride. So you gotta have ten people on your side. Basically, yeah. I'm not gonna be able to match that. I'm telling you that now. That's fine. People can walk down the aisle by themselves. That's ratchet and ugly. I don't like. No, that. that's not. People do it all the time. People do it all the time. I don't like that. You, you're forcing me to pick people in my wedding. No, because how I many? Name all the people that's in your wedding. Um, me, um, mm-hmm. my father, Amarik. Mm-hmm. Daddy, not go be on your side. Why not? He can't be one of my um groomsmen. You gonna make daddy your groomsman? He's daddy. He's supposed to be enjoying himself sitting down. He is, but he's. I, I love my father. He's one of the. So you would make daddy stand up the whole wedding. No, but he, he after he walks somebody down the aisle, he can sit down. All right, go ahead. I'm listening. My father, mm-hmm. Myrick, Elijah, um, um, James, Greg, Tyrus, um, and it's to be determined for the rest. Oh, um, Jay, two, three. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought you said Gunner too. Gunner, yeah, that's right. How many that is? That's seven. Eight. That's that's seven. That's eight. Myrick, daddy. Myrick, Daddy, Elijah, Greg, Tyrus, Gunner, Jay, James. Yeah, that's eight. So, and one more might be a wild card. You know, and I, my I, brother gonna be the junior junior groomsman. She's saying that. He is. <laughs> <laughs> but take take it off. I gotta hit the Take take what on? I mean, yeah, he he keeps saying that playing with my brother, but he is gonna be the junior groomsman. He okay. gonna walk down with my little sister. Okay, so, um, what are you expecting on our wedding day? You expecting what? Like, what do you expect on that day? It might be one of your, you say it might be one of your greatest days. So, what do you expect that day? I expect. Let's start from like the beginning. Like when we get dressed and stuff. I just want everybody to have a good time, and we just take lots of pictures and the videographer video all our special moments. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we, me and my girls, we drinking some mimosas and getting dressed and stuff like that. Just having a good time getting dressed. Then um, I want me and you to write a letter to each other. Mm-hmm. And, um, like, right, like we're supposed to read it the day before, like, the, the day of our wedding before we get married. Mm-hmm. I want us to write a letter to each other and read it. Mm-hmm. And um, then after that, go to the venue and then you know walk down the aisle i want i expect you to cry but i think you might yeah i might cry um wedding song you debating on her rather be i'm picking jesse powell you you mean first dance song first dance song yeah um i'm picking jesse powell you but you got that's not really giving that's not go i don't know it's not giving me what i need but rather be is it's like the same thing. No, rather be is very more emotional and intimate. There's no place I'd rather be with you. But they got Jesse Pop and baby, it's you. It's the same. It's the same day. It's a different vibe though. Both of rather them be the- just hit different. Um, once again, y'all got to drop the comments, and we don't know yet. We might rock people scissors because mm. daddy get his way. You know that. Um, when it comes. When it comes to parents in the wedding, mm-hmm. what do you expect from our parents? Well, my dad go walking down the aisle. The reaction. 
or like the reaction. Mm-hmm. I don't know. My daddy, he like he's so chill, but he like low key dramatic. So it's like he gonna be like, "Oh my god, my baby, <laughs> you look so pretty." And then like your mama, you know, mama, mama gonna be acting cute and shit. Mm-hmm. So she gonna be like, you know, it's my babies and stuff like that. And daddy gonna be like, I'm proud of you, bro. Proud of y'all. His main, his main line, his go-to line. Um, but yeah, we we getting married, y'all. October seven. I'm looking forward to it. I will have these glasses on the whole reception, dancing. Oh my god! And I will be drinking daiquiris. I'ma hide them. I'm gonna be drinking dac. I'm, I'm not gonna have these on. I'm gonna have some different ones on. Some probably some Ray Bans or something. I'm buying some real some real Gucci's. And also, um, something I'm getting done next year before the wedding. I will be getting LASIK eye surgery. So what you gonna have these glasses on for? If you go have LASIK. I can't have glasses on when I have LASIK? You would need to show off your new eyesight. <laughs> That's going to be weird. But yeah, I, um, I wear glasses, y'all. I really can't see too good. Not, so why it, wear black shades if you can't see too good? It, it's not bad. Like, I'm looking at the um, monitor and camera right now. I can't really see it like that because um, it's real dark, but I can see a little bit now. But yeah, that's why I'm getting eye LASIK surgery because I don't like wearing glasses too much. I feel like gla- glasses, like... It affects like outfits. It affects my everyday. Gotta have more all the time. It, it's like a hassle sometimes. When I lose them, I be kind of everywhere. But you I look don't know. cute with your glasses. I think I do too. But my eyesight, it started when I was young, sitting up close on the TV a lot. And it affected me. I used to watch cartoons and write up on the TV. So if anybody has um, LASIK surgery, y'all let me know how that was and how it is for y'all. And did it work? Because I'm a little bit nervous about going through that procedure. But that's something I'm going to be getting done. Um, Let's move on to after our. Let's move, let's move on to um living with your parents. Mm-hmm. Staying with your parents. We stayed with our parents. Well, my parents. And um, we stayed with them on two different separate occasions. First, when we was, um, what, kids? Yeah. Um, teens. The latter in about teenage years going into college and in college until we got our first apartment in 2019 and then COVID hit and my um my parents let us move back with them with COVID hit because and we were trying to save up to buy a house yeah we was trying to save to buy um a house we had a goal we just um move back in with the parents but we we're lucky enough for them to let us move back in what was you thinking at that point because you wasn't feeling that move you wasn't seeing my vision what. Moving back in with parents at that time. You wasn't feeling it. With my parents, I'll say. And not because she don't like my parents. I'm not saying I love his parents. Yeah, you made it seem like, like bad. Not like that. It's just she wanted our own space. And then we were just confined yeah. to one room. And mind you, we had two dogs. We still have our two dogs. Yeah, it wasn't nothing like with his parents. It just was like, I got too much stuff. And we only had like that little room to ourselves. And it just was like, you know, I just got the use to... Having yeah. my own apartment, mm-hmm. and now we got to move back, you know, to just a room. So mm-hmm. that's the reason why I really wasn't like feeling it. But he's right most of the time. So it it worked out well because we bought our house. Mm-hmm. So, but a little you got to add some context. We didn't buy a house from that deal. Yeah, not from that, but um, because that was the year the storm hit, Hurricane Ida. Mm-hmm. Was that Ida? Is that Ida? Yeah, that was Ida. Yeah, um, because we um our parents let us move back in, and we said we were saving about what three to four four thousand I think four thousand dollars a, a we month. We was saving buku money. Yeah, we was saving like four thousand dollars a month. We was really working and working towards our goal to the point where we saved up 
a good amount of money to put down on the house. And we found the house um, in August. Mm-hmm. We was ready. Um, we found the house in August. We supposed had to our, close in September on your yeah, birthday. We were supposed to close on my birthday, September 14th. And the storm, as we know, the storm hit um, around the same time that Katrina hit, I think. I think it was like August yeah, because we was um no, it was before that because we was in Atlanta on my birthday, my birthday the twenty seventh. Okay, yeah, so I well, think it was like August twenty sixth. Yeah, so we went out to Atlanta, but in a process, we were already in the process of buying this house, but we got a little um concerned, even though we had a good nest egg saved up over the time, we got concerned about stuff was just happening um kind of quick and. Once again, I, um, I had to give my um lady a little bit convincing to do it because she wasn't too much up to it. But she was a she was a little bit she was leaning, but she I had to give her a little persuasiveness of what we was doing. But we um ended up pulling out of the deal to buy the house. It was a great house, full bedroom, two bathroom, two hundred and what fifty two hundred fifty two thousand dollars. No, it wasn't. It's was two hundred fifty thousand. Two hundred fifty two. It was two hundred fifty-two thousand dollars. I remember, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was not bad. Um, interest was rate was nice. pretty small. Oh yeah, interest rates. Interest was rate was what three point, what three? three point, yeah, it was like three point three, three point five. One of them. Yeah, three point three. Now we get to nowadays the interest rates are double that. Oh my god! And <laughs> but <laughs> after that, the hurricane happened. We um we move we move right in since we have some saved up money. We move right into our own. Um, house. We moved in Lakeview, mm-hmm. a good crib, two bedroom, one bathroom, good, nice house, good landlord. And that's what um, we moved that in November, right after the song, because we're like, we already got all this money saved up. We don't need to be staying with our parents anymore. We saved our money up. So we got our own crib. And during that process, we bought a car as well. We um, traded in her Nissan Altima um, 2020, 2019. Yeah. And what was the note on that? Um, $500, 500 flat. $500 flat. And I, I I told her when she got that car, why, why, why? But that she was, kept saying, well, I got a deal. Call. I got a deal, honey. I and did. It was, y'all, it was she a brand. She did not get a deal, It y'all. was a brand new 2019 um, Nissan Altima. And I think I got it in 2019. And like nobody, it was. I was the first owner on it. It was. It was perfect. I she like thought my it was a good car because it was a new car. But five hundred dollar note for twenty, twenty year old, twenty one year old. Yes, because my my credit wasn't that good at the time. Yes, yeah, so you shouldn't go out there and get a five hundred. Yeah, note. but listen, my credit wasn't that great at the time. Now it's good, but at the time, so and I still, I still um got a seven percent interest rate. Shout out to my connect, Mister Help Me Help You. If y'all need a call, y'all hit my dude up on Instagram. Next time, I'm going to help you. Matter of fact, let me go get my baby, y'all. Keep talking, fat. All right. The baby crying. But, yeah. I liked my car. I don't know why he didn't like my car. He kept saying that car pool. I guess because it was a Nissan, but whatever. But, yeah. The baby was crying. He about to come back. (laughs) Just bring her in here. Dante. I don't know what to say. I'm going to keep talking. But yeah, y'all, this is our newly added member to the family. <laughs> yeah, you should have got my baby looking crazy. She about to go back to sleep, though. Yeah, but. Hey, Danny. We're, we're talking about the new car. 
the new the five hundred dollar note was not great, and we um sold that car and bought her a new car, um outright to um save some money and get rid of a five hundred dollar note that was coming out of our income. So that was that. Yep. And now we get into the Lakeview house, great house. You loved it. I did. That was that was a good house for real. Good neighborhood, and that's where. Not too long after we moved in, we conceived this young baby. No, probably, we, we probably, probably did it before. Because no way. Danny came. We we got we was in the house November 1st. Mm-hmm. I found out I was pregnant November 15th. So she was conceived before that. So she was conceived at my mom's house. Yeah. But, yeah, we, um, how, how was the pregnancy? Talk about the pregnancy for the women. The pregnancy. Okay. So... Like at the beginning, Danny had me sick. Like, oh my god! Like I couldn't, I couldn't eat nothing. Like nothing. Danny don't like. Danny didn't like onions. Danny didn't like beef. Danny didn't like what ground beef, steak, none of that. All I ate was chicken with Danny. Fried chicken, grilled chicken, roasted chicken. That's all I ate. Fish chicken. Yeah, that's all she liked. She didn't like no type of nothing. Mm-hmm. So, and I like being pregnant, especially for my first time. Because I don't know, you just I just got a bond from her every time she kick and stuff like that. I just got a bond. Also, everybody was really, really nice to me, like super nice. Everybody at my job, Dante, we ain't even fudge during the pregnancy. Everybody just was so nice. Uh, why are you saying that? She pooping on me right now. <laughs> <laughs> but um, talk also um, what what were um some things you didn't like about pregnancy? Um. Probably it'll be me being sick, mm-hmm. not be able to eat certain stuff, not be able to bend over. Mm-hmm. Um, I after after my pregnancy, I suffered with um severe pre- preeclampsia, mm-hmm. and that means like my my feet was swollen up, my blood pressure was like I think it was what it was be like one hundred eighty one. Yeah, it was over, pretty high. Yeah, one hundred eighty one over one hundred, and it didn't want to go down, so they had to give blood pressure medicine for like a couple of weeks. I had to go back to the hospital and get magnesium in me, and it made me so weak. And Danny was only like a couple of days old, mm-hmm. and but that was pretty much it. Like other than that, my pregnancy went really, really great. Like Danny really was made out of love, like because I had a great pregnancy. Mm-hmm. I, um, talk about the delivery. Oh, and <laughs> how how was the delivery um, for you as a first time mother pushing out your first baby? All right, let's talk about this. Let's talk about, all right, so I had to, um, we had to go to the hospital. So I was actually, I actually went to the doctor's office to get my checkup and, um, I was doing the most, I think, I think I was 38 weeks. I was doing the most trying to get Danny out. Cause I just, we just wanted to see our baby and stuff like that. So I was bouncing on the ball, eating dates and all that. So when I went to my doctor's appointment, she was like, um, Danny, Dan, she could feel Danny's head, so she can't really feel my cervix. She said the head in a way or something, something like that. So um, we had put me on, like, the heartbeat monitor. She said when I got contractions, Danny's heart rate would drop. So we couldn't wait those other two weeks out because we never knew what would happen. So we had got, I went to the hospital, and I was like, babe, we about to go. Is she coming? And, you know, he was excited when he got off of work. He came to the hospital and stayed with me the whole time. So the first night, they tried to use this um, this little thing. They stick up your cervix, and um, it's like a little string to open up your cervix. That didn't work after, like, hours. That didn't work. And then, oh, yeah, let me not forget. 
that thing was making me have like buku contractions. I was having contractions every one minute, and it wasn't like little contractions. It was big. So they had to. I was up in there crying, screaming. Not even screaming. I just was up in there crying like really, really bad. And Dante had my nurse. She was so nice. I forgot her name. What her name was like Gina or something. Yeah, Gina was one of the um the. Uh, she was the evening nurse. She was the night nurse. Gina. Oh yeah, Gina was the night nurse. She was the older lady. Yeah. I was younger. Yeah, she was so sweet. Like she, she made me. She when I took my epidural, everybody always told me these stories. Like, oh, epidural go hurt, and you can't move one second, or you go um paralyze yourself. So I'm like, what? I can't breathe. And Gina, Gina, and the, um the doctor was like, yes, you could breathe. But I want you to breathe. And I was like, oh, okay, okay. And epidural, it really wasn't that bad. I could barely feel it, honestly. And um, what else I was about to say? All right, so boom. After that didn't happen, I got the epidural. You know, they they then the contractions was hitting. I wasn't really tripping, but that's when the contractions was making Danny heart rate drop from the little stingy. So I'm like, bruh, making her heart rate drop and my blood pressure rise. So they took they they pulled the string out, and that's when I had got the pill. The pill, they stuck it in me, and that's when the pill had um, opened it up one centimeter. And everybody was so happy, and they stuck this balloon up me. Then the balloon, like, it it opens up my cervix. <laughs> so, all right, so y'all, it's, like, probably, like, probably, like, 10 o'clock in the morning. Fast forward to, like, 10 o'clock in the morning. And um, I feel a balloon come out. No, probably not even 10 o'clock. Probably, was like, 10, 10, 15, 10, 20, whatever. I feel a balloon come out. So... I'm like, some, you know, the balloon just came out. The doctor checked me. She's like, all right, yeah, you can just wait here till your water break. So probably like 15 minutes later, my water broke. I'm like, baby, because we were so excited. I was like, baby, my water broke, my water broke. And um, I called my nurse. Mind you, y'all, it was shift change. Oh, my God. The nurses was taking so long to come in there. But I'm about to get to that point in a second. So I called my nurse. Um, She said, yeah. Um, it's going to, you know, we're going to wait because I was supposed to deliver Danny at 7 p.m. that night, but I wanted to deliver her at 11.07 a.m. So she was like, yeah, you just wait. You just go wait. All right. So I'm like, cool. She left like 15 minutes late. I'm like, ooh, babe, like some, some, uh-uh, something not right. Like I do, y'all. It go from um, her getting stuck the night before um, in super pain. I mean, they probably couldn't even put a, a fingernail um, in our cervix because she was just Babe, screaming each time. Do you know what a cervix at my women who's been pregnant and has a whole hand stuck up their vagina just to get to their cervix? Yeah, but they they couldn't get they wouldn't even get in a hand up there. Babe, Babe I was getting a finger. Yes, no, she stuck her whole hand in my vagina, bay just to get to the cervix. Like you have to stick your whole hand in a. Then you got to stick your finger to the cervix. No, I'm talking about the part where they was just trying to put the finger in there and they couldn't To check do my that. cervix? Babe, yes, because my cer- it hurts. Yes, they were just putting the beginning and they was like, we ain't going to be able to do this. Yes, because it hurts. That's why they had to get, I had to get the epidural because I couldn't take the pain. It hurts. Okay, now let's get to the um, 1020 part when you, the, the delivery when it's almost at a 1040 or something. Whatever it was. When, Whatever it was. I know that my water had broke. And 30 minutes later, Danny was coming. 20, 30 minutes later, Danny was coming. And I'm like, bruh, I'm like, baby, something don't feel right. I'm like, I'm keep pressing my, because I ain't pressed my epidural in a while because I wasn't hurting. So I keep pressing my epidural. I'm like, man, this epidural not working. I'm like, ooh. And um, his daddy was on the phone with him. 
He like, yeah, K Water just broke. And uh, and then he like, oh, she hurting over there. Huh? I said, yeah. I said, who? I said, babe, call my nurse. Called the nurse, y'all. Called the nurse like four times. When I tell y'all it was shift change, so they was not answering. Like, I'm like, bro. So they called another nurse in there from the front desk. And she came in there. And um, she was like, she was like, um, what happened? I said, my water broke. And I feel like my baby is like right there. And she was like, okay. So my, she said, let me go try to find your nurse. So she went and got my nurse. So my nurse was like, let me see. Let me check your cervix. She said, oh, girl, close your, close your legs. The um, head is right there. I said, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Can y'all get somebody in? They said, yeah, we're about to call your doctor because my doctor was across the street. So doctor came in, you know, everybody um, in position. It was like buku doctors in a room. It was probably like, what, 10 doctors, babe? Probably like six. It was buku doctors. It probably was like six, and they had some nurses in there too. And um, I had this one male nurse. He looked like he was like fairly new, huh? Yeah, he looked he, like he was in, still training or something. Yeah, this man, this man saw everything. When I, had, when I tell you I was had everything out, he saw everything. <laughs> but so, yeah, um, I mean, I felt Danny coming. They say like with epidural, you know, you still going to feel pressure. I felt pressure, but I also felt like a little pain too. Like, mm-hmm. so I was, Dante, I don't remember me saying fuck, but Dante said, I was saying fuck. Yes. <sighs> she was, um, so she was, I don't want to say bad. She was so vulgar that the, um, the doctor <laughs> said, you got to hold that in and push it out. Don't scream it out of way. <laughs> what she said, she said, she, she and I said, ah, fuck, ah. I'm sorry, baby. <laughs> but she said, she screamed like that. I'm going to put the video for y'all. I ain't going to show y'all the video. I'm going to let y'all hear her. Here, dude. But that was her. And the doctor was like, okay, all that energy you're doing, screaming, you push it through the bottom to get the baby out. And what do you know? It only took about three pushes, I think. Yeah, it was three pushes. And then she came right out. And then I didn't have to get no stitches or nothing. Danny, Danny was such a good baby, good pregnancy all around. Yeah, it was a um, good pregnancy. Now they mean the um, middle child going to give you some trouble, bro. The second child, I already knew. Because <laughs> Danny too perfect right now. Danny, she, she not- just fight, keep fighting on me. Well, she got gas probably. Thank you, baby. All right. The big, our bed was delivered at 1107, Miss Danny Marie. Yes. She's a cutie. She's a good baby, y'all. No, no, she don't have too many problems. She don't cry too much. Mm-hmm. She's just a little spoiled, which is okay for a little baby. She has a loving dual of parents, daddy and mama. Yep. And hey, I took my horn to you single um parents out there. Single dads, single moms. I, um y'all 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 got, doing it out there. Got a lot of respect tough. for y'all for real, bro. Facts cuz we always see when we in here, we always be like, "Dang. I see how tough it would be if it was a single mama or a single dad because it's hard, bro. It's hard reading it the kids, is, but it's for beautiful real. as well." I'm sorry. Baby. You spit it out. She won't go back to sleep. That's all right. We got to live. But yeah, it's tough on the single parents out there, y'all. But we toot our horn to y'all who get it done. And to the loving parents who stay together and still together. Keep doing y'all thing. Keep raising great kids. Yes. Keep doing y'all thing out here. We salute everybody. Now, I want to talk about, we talked about, we touched on this, Um, I think, yesterday. You asked me, who do I love more out of you and daddy? Yeah. <laughs> I don't and, mean I don't mean it like a competition, y'all. I just was asking a right, like a question. Right, right. Um and this is a question I want to ask the parents as well when you um in couples. When you have a kid, um, how does the love shift yeah. 
Um, how do you balance the love between, uh, of course, not a competition between your wife, fiance, or your husband, or your boyfriend, girlfriend. How do you balance that when you have a new member coming in your love? And I think it's, and I think it's kind of like. Well, not boyfriend and girlfriend, but say like wife. Well, that's what I said, wife, yeah, fiance. Yeah, because boyfriend and girlfriend, that's not bonded. You know what I'm saying? It's right, bonded, but, but, but it's not. you're my fiance. We not bonded. I know, but we like, we about to get married though. Right, but we still boyfriend and girlfriend. I mean, but still. Well, fiance and fiance. Yeah, but still. It's different. We've been, I've been knowing you since you were 16. Right. So and they got other people in that same situation though. That's right. All right. So, Boyfriend and girlfriend too. So if, right. so if it's like that, how do you, how do y'all feel about the love aspect of having a new child and your partner? She asked me who do I love more. And I was like, I think I love Danny more, but because she's like the new thing right now. She's like the new prize. She's so cute, adorable. And she need me like for most, mainly everything. And right. That's why, that's why I answered on that. But. Of course, the love is different between a child and a partner. But what you think? I don't know. Like I I, I, I kind of agree with you. Like, I kind of, like, I don't know. Because I love, Don, like, you know, everybody know Dante is my number one priority in my life. What well, was before Danny got here. But, like, that was the person I loved the most in this world. And I don't know. Like, when my daughter got here, it was like, I don't know. It's a whole different type of love. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I love her more. But I also love you like a lot. Mm-hmm. But it's like you know you right behind Danny. Right. Let's it's, just say it's that it's like it's like a different type of love. Yeah, like it's my baby. Mm-hmm. It's like God, she needs it for every day. <laughs> like we and created she's so, her. She's so innocent. Like yeah. But that was a question. Y'all let us know how how that aspect is. It's not no competition. It's just from a parent's aspect and being yeah. a first time parent. Questions like that. Also, let's talk about. Um, we touched a little bit on this girl still fighting, but <laughs> and it's like vibration. I think I heard that one. <laughs> but um, let's talk about becoming homeowners because we passed on the old house, like we said. But eventually, we this year twenty um twenty three mm-hmm. um we purchased the house and we did some renovations, y'all, to the house. Hopefully, um, when we all wrapped up and done with it, we can show it to y'all on my Instagram or her Instagram. But um, it's coming out really nice. It's um, it's a beautiful process of buying a home, and I think Danny assisted in that because I don't think we would have got a home if we didn't know. Well, it, if Danny wasn't coming out so much, we would have never got a home. We only really because Danny really did assist in it. Like we would have got a, a pro, we probably would have bought our house after our wedding. Yeah. So, but when Danny came, it's just like we needed room for Danny. Like we had a two bedroom apartment, and when I well not apartment it was a house, two bedroom mm-hmm. house. And um, one of the bedrooms was Dante's podcast. So, like, we needed room. And mm-hmm. all Danny's stuff was in the living room. And, you know, so we just was like, we need room. Yeah. And Danny um, was, like you said, she was born. In July. July like, 14th. It's damn shame. I'm about to forget my birthday. <laughs> but, um, and we got the house in August. Mm-hmm. So. We was already in the process. And it's crazy, though, because. How we planned for the last house. We did not plan for this. We planned, but our plan wasn't this fast. Yeah. One day, we was just laying down. And she was like, um, and I was like, man, look at this um, long thing we can get for the house. And she was like, man, you just talking stuff anyway. You ain't going to get it. And I was like, who? And I uh, <laughs> I feel, and I filled it out just to see what, what was going to happen with the type of loan, our interest rate, all that I was going to get. And um, it, it, it went from there. And we 
got a house and she was the agent on us getting a house. Mm-hmm. So we got um a commission. Eight, yep, we got a commission fee for buying our own house. Basically. And, and that's like Yeah. And I negotiated the closing costs so we didn't really have to come out of pocket with too much. Yep. So we, we it was a win win. This house was is a really nice house and it's great. All right. Good shape. We did some renovation to the kitchen. That was the first thing we did. We did um our main bathroom. Yeah. And we painted. As y'all see, we got um paint in my um office. And we painted a little bit of the living room. Still have some little stuff we want to do. You know, we watch house hunters a lot. So that's that. But yeah, the home buying process is tedious. And we say she was the closing agent. She did get our real estate license. Um, what year? 2021? November? Something yeah. Like. She got last a, uh, year. Yeah, she just had to. Uh, no, that was 2022, huh? No. That's 2022, right? Oh, yeah, now. it's 2022 right now. Yeah, 2021. Yeah, she got in 2021 and she just had to pay some little yearly fees. So, Bruh, them real estate fees, they be hitting you. Yeah, so if you need a crib by Mazi family, anything, holla at um, your girl, K Young, the realtor. But. I'm going to have to change that when we get married. Yeah, it's going to be Kay Butler. <laughs> um, but, yeah, y'all, that's some stuff that's been going on. What's um else that we um can touch on that we have coming up or that we went through? Man, I had lost my my, my memory. I was It was about to be one more thing I forgot. What was it? Mm, I don't know. Start talking about something. It's going to come back to me. But, um, yeah, I have this thing that I want to touch about. Friends. And the type of friends people keep around them that are healthy for you. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think having too many friends, uh, too little friends, affects a person? Um, like which I'm, I think too many does. Mm-hmm. Well, too little too. Yeah, I think it do affect the person because if you have too many friends, it's just like that's too many. That's too many different type of personalities going on. Like. I knew, like, when I grew up, let me use me as, a, as, as an example. I had a whole lot of friends in high school. Ask me how many friends out that group do I have now? One. I have one friend out that group. That's mm-hmm. it. Every other girl that I was cool with, I'm, I'm no longer cool with them. And why? Because we, we just was one on. One close friend. Yeah, she's, she's my close friend. You have other friends, but they're not close. Yeah, I'm not going to say that, y'all, because I still do have friends from high school. I have a couple of friends from high school. But... I'm talking about the friend group I was in. They, my other friends know that I was in a, a group with these girls. Mm-hmm. So I'm talking about that friend group. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I'm like, I stopped talking to all of them basically, like, you know, for different reasons. But as I grew up, like, it was the right thing. It was the right things to do. And I only have, a, I only have about a, a few friends right now, you know, that I really talk to on a regular basis. And I'm not a good texter anyway. So, but, yeah, so... But yes, it does affect you. Like too many friends, I feel like in our grown up age, it's it's too much. It's too much going on. Like you can have a lot of friends. Cause I got, I'm gonna say like I have a few friends I talk to on a regular basis. But I got a, I got a few friends. Like, like I got a, a lot of friends, but I don't talk to them like that. But you know, they still know we here or whatever like that. But when you hanging out, when you like what, like I'm gonna say like me, 24, hanging out with like 10 girls. You know, you about to get married. You know, all your girls single. That's just like different. That's too many different vibes going on. You go be with them. You go be the only married one and stuff like that. Like, I don't know. All my friends single too. Well, except for um one. No, except for two. Two of them. But still, like, they're not bad influences. I don't know. Too many friends is just too much for me. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about 
how see the women and men aspect of today as well. Because it seemed like the men and women are at battle or at odds with each other. Always on meetings, relationships, money, all type of stuff. It just seemed like they just always at each other. What is the perfect balance for a man and woman in today's society? What do you mean perfect balance? Like where two can coexist and share opinions without one being a feminist, without one being misogynistic without one being just she hate men uh he hate women this world this world now bro this generation now dog everybody's sensitive there's no world that's nobody could be like that mm-hmm. and like everybody is so sensitive like when it comes down to men and women when it comes down to gay people when it comes down to um what how you how you how you talk to like i don't know how you want to raise a child it's just all type of everything's just so sensitive. Like it's this world crazy now. Mm-hmm. Um, and how how do you expect to raise a kid in this crazy world? We go do the best we can. I mean, we only been parents for five months, mm-hmm. so we we learning we learn as we go. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about schools. Mm-hmm. Public or private school for your child? We've been looking at. I'll be only five months, but we um leaning towards the private school route. Private mm-hmm. school is expensive. Mm-hmm. It's not cheap for people who um, do put their child in private school. You know the prices of them. But I will say, if you if you like active with your child, far as like her studies and or he or she studies or whatever like that, y'all could apply for scholarships for them. So you could do that as well to help help the balance. <laughs> yeah. But I definitely, I, I just want private school. I went to public, well, I went to private school when I was younger. My uh, my mom and dad put me in private school called St. David. It was a Catholic school. Um, and then I moved to Texas after the storm, and I went to public school. And then when I came back to New Orleans, I went to public school. I mean, for my, for my you know, my, what that, what that word is? Experience. Yeah, my experience from public school, I just didn't get, all the knowledge I should have got. Because, like, teachers, people, bro, we'll have substitute teachers, like, the whole school year, and I have an A in the class on my report card, like, on my final report card and stuff like that, and I ain't learned nothing. Like, I remember my um my physics teacher, Ms. Jelly, she was out the whole year, literally the whole year, and um we had a substitute named Ms. Dominique, and I basically got an A in that class, and I ain't learned, I don't know, y'all can't, I can't tell y'all nothing about it. Um, private school. Um, what is there to expect from private school? What do you think are the benefits of private school? One, smaller classrooms, definitely. Um, better, you know, the reason, like, the reason why I brought up smaller classrooms first is because the teacher will be more engaged with each child than trying to cover everything with a whole classroom. Mm -hmm. She'll be able to tell each child what's exactly going on. And, you know, and the children might not be, you know, some children don't like to raise their hand because they don't want to feel a certain type of way. But, you know, I, I think it'll make it better if it's a smaller classroom. Better opportunities, better sports. You know, I, I look at the um the testing averages. Me and Dante, we look at the testing averages and see what the testing averages of the school and everything. Like, mm-hmm. it's just better. Acceptance um, rate into colleges. Mm-hmm. Um, I think benefits of a um, private school down in Louisiana. I'm gonna wrap it up to Louisiana period because 
Louisiana and school board and school education system is bottom of the totem pole out of all the 50 states mm-hmm. and a lot of other categories they are last and all the 50 states but I think private school is just more resources more experience for your kids they have more things that you could do like most public schools in New Orleans don't have a soccer team they don't have like other other than basketball or football they don't have those type of things mm-hmm. some have baseball teams but Stuff like that, not even um, just ball down to sports, but um, teams like like clubs in the like um, school, like yeah, debate teams, like cl- chess teams, all type of stuff, culinary, cooking classes, yeah. things like that inside of a school, field trips often, and other things, fundraisers, fairs, things like that. A lot of public schools don't have that. I don't know why they should have more of that. I don't know if it's because of funding. But I think that's I, a big reason. It's definitely because of funding. Because you got to think about private school. They getting, they getting literally thousands of dollars from each parent yep. out there. And then you know they got parents that's on the school board that donates money too. Yeah, they so, have, the alumni, they have donors that donate to the school each year. The alumni. But yeah. <laughs> no, they have donors too. Who no, not? you said alumni. Oh, alumni. It's alumni. Alumni. But um, yeah, that's what Take I think. Take out that swaddle. That's what I think of the private school. My baby, I went. Yet. All right. Yeah, but um, yeah, that's what we think about private and public schools. And this all conversations for um parents and first time parents and parents who not even first time parents about public and private school, which y'all think the benefits are. That's one thing I'm trying to get on here, teachers and um administrative people in position at schools. I want to get them on here and ask them from public schools and private schools. Um about what it what do you see every day in a public school and some people who are at private school what y'all see and what are the benefits and disadvantages of public and private schools so mm-hmm. y'all let us know that as well in the comments another thing that I want to touch on is daycare and um daycare head start early child education what is a good what, what do you think is the the age where a child should enter school or head start a uh, daycare for you. For me. This is not for the rest of the parents because I know people have lives and jobs. But mm-hmm. for me personally, I don't want my, my daughter going to, well, my baby because I'm going to have a son one day. My baby going to daycare like before they're able to talk because mm-hmm. I need them to tell me what's exactly going on when I'm not around. Mm-hmm. So if they're not able to talk, they don't need to be in another adults that I don't really know like that mm-hmm. supervision. Okay. That... That's, I think that's very much logical. And yeah, I think that's logical. Um, out of all things, I think everybody could agree with that. But something like you said, some people have, can't have it that way. Because mm-hmm. some people have jobs. Some people are single parents. Some people don't have like a support system or like grandparents, aunts, uncles to watch their kid when they're not around or when they're at work. So they have to bring their child to daycare and bring them around some people who, they're not fully aware of what they're doing all the time. Right. Like more daycares, um, I think, put cameras in so you could check in on your child, looking at them on them, stuff like that, because they had a lot of scandals and stuff with daycares and child cares. Because they have children. These people, yeah, they got these people who just trying to get an easy job, but it's really not easy. You're taking care of multiple children, and you cannot put your hands on nobody else's child. Mm-hmm. Camera went off. Especially at a young yeah, like you cannot, you cannot think you could touch somebody else's child like that. No, 
Because I will go to jail, period. <laughs> Let my, I'll go to jail, period. So. So what's one thing you have learned from being a mother for these five months? Let me think about the most important thing. That you didn't know about yourself during the five months. Oh, that my patience is really good for my daughter. Like, I have I have better patience than Dante, but he has a lot of patience for our daughter. But overall, like adults, he has no patience. And yeah, some, you grown. I don't have no and, patience for and no some grown and some children. <laughs> so um, I don't have patience for no grown adult and no child who want to be grown. Yeah, you're not about to tell me what to do. What nothing? You're not about to act stupid around me. I, I'm gonna remove myself from the situation before things get troubling. Right. So. His patience is like I have a, like a low tolerance. But for his baby, he has a lot of patience. But like my patience have, has really grown. Like I take my time with Danny. If she if she's like crying about something, I'm gonna see what's going on. And like for the moms who told me, you're gonna always know what's wrong with her. That's so true. Like it's funny how it's so true because I know when she pooped. I know when she's hungry. I know when her stomach hurts. Mm-hmm. Like I just know these things, and it's just crazy because she can't even talk. It's just how much, you know, time I spend with her and stuff like that. Thanks. Now, um, a couple questions about Danny. Mm-hmm. Um, versus between me, a versus between me and you. We got to um, ask questions. And who does it better? Uh, who does she prefer? Okay. Um, who changes more diapers? Me. Who puts her to sleep better? Me. Who gives the best baths? You. Who she looks like more? You. Y'all want to get a look at Danny? Okay, y'all see her on Instagram she gonna spit, all the time. She going to spit that nook out probably. Yeah, I see her on Instagram. Now you got my baby with no socks. Don't 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 look. Don't worry, y'all. Yeah, all right, look at my baby. She just woke up. Look hey! Fatty girl. Hey, fatty girl. Hey, Tinker. Hey, hey. She be helping me edit, y'all, but. Yeah, give her this back. Yeah. Oh, whoa. Whoa. Huh. Well, yeah, um, Danny is already in three, um, three pampers. Size three pampers. Y'all tell me if that, that is that right? Because I'm not familiar with pampers, and pampers are high. We haven't had to buy none yet, but she already had three pampers, busting out the twos, obliterated the ones, and this just ain't fair. Because I'm gonna have to start buying pampers soon. <laughs> I mean, basically growing. That's good. We want our baby to grow. Um, how you think? Um, her six months coming up next year, y'all, 2023. Six months? Yeah, she about to be born for six months. Oh, yeah. You tripping? I am, I'm tripping. <laughs> but yeah, um, she gonna have a little shoot, donut shoot halfway, I believe. She, that's what, um, Fat picked out. No, Hatiti picked that out. Hatiti well. picked it out and we agreed on it. So I was, I wanted to go for chicken tenders, but hey, it's okay. But oh that's um that's what I um that's the fiftieth episode of Lil Off Key. Uh-uh, we want to do conversation cards. We never did our couples cards ever. Oh yeah, we don't have. I, I don't know where our couple cards at, bro. But we can do this. Oh yeah, we talked a lot about this. But before we get to the cards, I want to get to. Um, you gotta reset the camera. Oh no, you already did it. Huh? I want to get to you. Yeah. Um, I want to get to me and you and our love relationship and how how has the baby affected our love. You will see. I mean, we just be having so much 
so much like we worry about the baby so much. That's mm-hmm. how I feel. I feel like mm-hmm. it hasn't affected our love overall, but far as like our attention towards each other, it's like more towards our child than with each other than what we had before. Mm-hmm. Now, um, they, they have a lot of things that say once you have a baby, it, um, a lot of um couples, because like you just said, put their effort and stuff. They focus so much on the baby first for first time parents that they lose. Um, Wait, I think about the group. No, it's not. And um, <laughs> that's um, they lose they lose a um connection because they're so focused on the baby. Mm-hmm. What a um, how would you compare our um our love before the um before our baby and mm-hmm. after a baby? Not sexual love. Yeah. Um, we had this era right like when we was when Danny was getting conceived. Like this was like a little since twenty twenty. Basically, like, well, we've been in love that whole time, but, like, we just was, like, in, like, a stage where we couldn't, you know, we was all over each other from, like, 2020 to Danny was born, basically, and after she was born. But, like, that love, it was just, like, we just was in each other's skin, basically. We couldn't get enough of each other. Now, it's like, you be in your room, you be like, (laughs) y'all, that's what he do. (laughs) He come home from work. We all be in the bag, me, the boys, and Danny. It be like 15, 20 minutes then pass. I'm like, he ain't come speak to us yet. So, you know, we'll all get up and go go approach him. He'll either be in the living room or in the kitchen picking something up, like tidying up. Or he'll be in his room editing if he got to upload a video. So I come in here, I'll be like, hey. He'll be like, hey. Hey, family. I'm like, you been here for 20 minutes. You ain't going to speak. He like, I wasn't ready to talk to y'all yet. <laughs> now, when I say I wasn't ready to talk to y'all, I mean, hit hit that. Um, I'm, I'm gonna hit it since your hat. Um, hey girl. Now, when I mean I wasn't ready to talk to y'all, this is what I be saying when I get out of work, and I and I don't work late, y'all. I don't work late. I get off pretty fairly. I work in the morning, but I get off at a good, reasonable time every day, probably like between one and three most days. Four is when it's stretching five and six and when it's like just long days of traffic. But when I say I don't, I'm not ready, that means I'm just unwinding. I don't want to have to go in there and talk. And when I'm not ready, go in there for like one second. I know it's kind of funny to see because I go in and just say, hey, but I like to do my little thing before I go give them because when I go by, I want to give them all my attention. And when I'm in here, I probably come back have to upload a video. And I like when I come in, I like cleaning a couple things up. If I see things on the floor, I pick it up. I like to do stuff like that. I like to go to the bathroom, release my energy there if I have to. <laughs> if y'all know what I mean. But that's why I come in and sit for a minute and do that. And then I go to them. And give her a nook. when I'm ready to give them my attention, that's what I do. Come, baby. But that's what I like to do. Tell me if, fellas, if y'all like to do that when y'all first come to the house, boom. If they're in the living room, of course, I'll be like, hey, and stuff. But I like doing it. I like releasing after work a little bit for like 30 minutes. It might get a little longer if I got videos to edit or something like that. But that's what I like to do. Um, On to connecting with your partner. Um, What's the best thing about our love and our seven years we've been together? Because we, we're friends before we're fiancés. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Literally, my best friend, I literally tell him everything. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I don't, we, we don't hide nothing from each other. Oh, yeah, I want to touch on this. That's what I wanted to touch on. Joint bank accounts. Okay. But yeah. You can touch on that. But yeah, he's like, he's literally, he's literally like, when I say he's the best thing that happened to me, like he literally is. Like he's really my best friend. So I think that's what makes our relationship so special. Mm-hmm. How basically, like, I don't know. I turned into him low key. I talk like him, do some things that he do. Like steal everything I ever done. Bro. It don't be y'all, stealing though. Yeah, it's you inherited. I should say. It don't, yeah, I might say it don't be stealing. I just been around him so long. I've been living with Dante. Well, yeah, it was some, with his parents and stuff. Um, I've been basically living in the same house with Dante since I was seventeen. Basically, mm-hmm. huh? Yeah. Yeah, and we went to college and stuff. So yeah, and um, so. Yeah, that's what I think it is. I think our love is different because we're friends before mm-hmm. we're in a relationship. What you think? Um, I think I love different. Like you said, the transparency. Like, even if we have problems, not even like big, huge things, but we talk about it. Like, yeah, we, we probably have, you probably have your little spaz moments. She got a little crazy a couple of times, y'all. Not nothing too wild, but I be having to put her in our plates a couple of times, but. Um, we just talk about it and get over it. We probably we don't have to we don't let our stuff drag out too long. Yeah, we That's don't. Oh, say. oh, and um, when we have like little petty fusses like over the remote, and we'll be like, "Leave me the fuck alone" and something like that. And mm. like you know, like and you know, it'd be like a little tension for like literally like sixty seconds, <laughs> and then we just start talking about the show. Uh, we start saying talking about something on Instagram. Like we don't let little shit get to us in our relationship. Mm-hmm. And that's how, how we're so successful in our relationship now. And we don't hide it's nothing from each other. Like, we always been, you know, straightforward with each other, pretty much. Now, um, you talk about, you wanted to touch on joint bank accounts? Yes. So, joint bank accounts, like a lot of people, I'm, like, not joint savings accounts, a joint checkings accounts. So, it's literally, like, my check, his check, every, all the money that we get goes mm-hmm. into this one bank account. And we literally share each other's assets, you know, like, and it goes to us, it goes to the bills, it goes to the baby. And I think it's a really great idea, in my opinion. Like, mm-hmm. when Dante Dante presented it to me, I thought it was like, you know, I'm like, I don't know how a joint bank account going to be because, Dante, I don't need you telling me when I feel like buying a $400 wig that I don't need to buy the wig, you know. <laughs> Shout out to Bella because she always slay my wigs. Now, yeah. um, she says this because she know me and her with money are different. Yes, very she's different. More, she's more loose with money. I'm more, all right, boom, I get the we get the money. Because this is how I feel. Hit the savings first. I, 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 the main thing for me is to hit the save before I pay anything, before you pay a bill, food, money going to the and We got to get this money in the savings so we can invest somewhere. Go ahead. This is how I feel. If we, have, if we have the money to file our bills and we have the money to file our savings, that rest of the money is for us. But yeah, I don't feel. See, Dante don't doesn't. Feel like Dante that. doesn't feel like that. See, like before, I didn't really used to have to pay bills like in our other houses. Like Dante, Dante paid the most bills out of everything, and um, so I just give him whatever he asked me for. I give him that, which wasn't a lot. So I basically got all my check. But you know, I buy like food for the house and stuff like that. Or like if I get like little fast foods, I didn't want to pay for that and stuff like that for us because he's paying basically all the bills. And um, so you know, I used to be buying anything I wanted, basically. So you know, it's kind—it of, was kind of 
it was a it was a decision where I was like, hmm. But then I was like, you know, I'm about to marry Dante. We're gonna have to eventually do this. So we did it and I really like it a lot. I think it's really good. Yeah, I th- I think it's a um good idea, especially um that just goes back to the transparency of because and with financials, that's the main thing that causes divorces. And I think we already been in tune with each other finances because we already was sending each other money back and forth anyway. So it makes sense to just have it all out of um one thing. And I know mm-hmm. a lot of people um be opposed to it, but I think they j- y'all just opposed to it because y'all haven't found the one who y'all on that level with yet. And y'all and it's a trust thing. Yeah, the first thing when it go through people's minds is uh uh-uh, uh. No, stuff like that. But when you're in tune with somebody and y'all basically on that level where y'all love each other and trust each other to a certain level, y'all with each other most of the time, you don't got to worry about no deceitfulness. You can get to that level of a joint bank account, which is fairly normal in a marriage. Mm -hmm. It's not opposed. That's why when I seen, I think you see me something like that on Instagram, like a post or something, people with joint accounts. Yeah, more like successful or something. And I read the comments and they had a lot of, I'll say, bad comments opposed to it because we can have one, but I have my separate checking one, which that is cool as well. I Um, don't. um, Which is cool as well. But if y'all do have that, just I'll see. Talk about that with y'all partner to make sure it's cool. I mean, my Chase account open, babe, but it got zero dollars in it. Right, because a lot of people... um, Always say, yeah, but what if y'all break it? Y'all do this if y'all break up? Hey, that's not, man, it's not for boyfriend and girlfriend to begin with. Even though we fiancés right now, we bought the lock in. <laughs> but I, I would oppose it if y'all boyfriend and girlfriends because, hey, y'all don't need to be doing that anyway. Well, babe, you've been trusting me because, all right, so, like, Dante has, Dante always had good credit. Like, since we were, like, younger and he was growing. Dante always had good credit. So, like, you know, my credit, like I told you when I, was, I had my car, like, my credit wasn't always the best. And, like, Dante trusted me enough to add me on his credit cards. And he will literally order me a credit card that the account that I'm adding on. So, I will have my own credit card under his credit. Mm-hmm. So, when you made that step of trust, like, you basically, like, I trust her. Because if she... Like, you know, if I was a person that was irresponsible with money, like, bad, mm-hmm. and just spending on the credit cards all day, you wouldn't, you you know you wouldn't do nothing like that. Well, you know I wouldn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, you know, and I don't play with Tay when it come down all, like, I be telling him, look, yeah, I'm about to get this. Mm-hmm. So, I think that's why it's, it's a big, it's a big trust thing with these, with joint banks accounts. Yeah, if y'all have a joint bank account, um, hopefully y'all... At a good good enough level, y'all found y'all got to a level where y'all feel comfortable with that, and you don't have to. When you have that, I advise not to be asking every purchase that you not talked about with to be questioning. Yes, like if Kaylin goes out and gets some canes, I don't be out there the next. Soon you get home or calling her right after because you checked the account. Why you bought some canes, Kaylin? Why, why why you ain't tell me about that? Mm-mm. Don't be doing that, y'all. Come on now, that's petty stuff. Now, if she went out there and bought a damn Maybach, <laughs> uh, motherfucking a car, so, but she went, not even that, she went, bought some $2,000 out the account. You're like, oh, all right, now, come on now. You're supposed to tell you me. You could at least, you can let me know, like, all right, B, I, I found some little deal on some $2,000 $2, deal, damn. Let them know, but small shit, 
Let that go. Let that go, y'all. But we always, like, before we even make, like, we don't talk about the little purchases because the little purchases ain't nothing. Right. But before we even about to make a big move that we know that's going to be, like, thousands of dollars. Yeah, that was planned before anyway. We probably talked about that. Yeah, and, like, we, we always, like, we always communicate with each other, like, oh, I'm about to get this. This such an amount of money, and he'd be like, "All right, cool." Or uh, he'd be like, "I don't agree with that," and that—that's what we do. Like, mm-hmm. that's how we work. And oh. I and I like I think like I don't know Dante. That I would say like Dante leads the relationship because like if he has an idea, sometimes I disagree, but he like I I, I agree with most things that he has to say. Mm-hmm. So, um, when fo- when following when following like. Kind of piggyback off that when following off a man's lead. Well, what do you think you need to see from a man to follow his lead? Well, speaking of me, what what makes you confident in me to follow my lead? That you're responsible. That's mm-hmm. just that's just that. Mm-hmm. You're very you you've been responsible since we was young, and like you, I went like you're not a pushover. So I can't I can't do whatever I, like like if I felt like I wanted to. Do you any kind of way, you're not going to let that happen. So it's like you're responsible, you're not a pushover, and you give me anything I want, mm-hmm. literally. If I ask for something, I'm going to get it. And that's just, I'm not saying that like, oh, yeah, bitch, if I, he go fucking get it for me. But no, like, if watch I want, your, if I want something, oh, yeah, my bad, my bad. But no, like, if I want something, Dante's going to do everything his best to get it for me. And 99.9% of the time, I get it. So. Mm-hmm. Moving off that, a couple more things I want to talk. How do you feel I have been as a father so far for these five months? That was a little nugget. I got it. <laughs> great. I knew you was going to be a great father, though. Dante always the one in the back for the family functions, talking to the kids while everybody in the front getting drunk. So <laughs> I knew he was good because Dante has been good with kids. So I knew he was going to be great with his own child. Like, he loves his baby. I could tell, like. His eyes light up every time he come in contact with her. He makes sure she, you know, he makes sure she's straight. Get her baths. He ha- he very organized with her stuff. He more organized than me with her stuff. So yeah, baby, you're a great father. Heard that? Heard that? You're a great mother. Thank you. All right, y'all. Um, for the 50th episode, I believe that is it. If y'all see me getting up a couple times, that's because. We don't have no camera person back there. <laughs> and it's we just got me a- and her, and we have a baby. But it's okay. Huh. This was like a little bit about T and K life. Yeah. Um, a little bit of our background. Yeah, with some nuggets in there. Oh, yeah. We still got to do the um, cards, huh? Oh, yeah. A couple of debate. Um, what are couples ones at? I don't know. This boy here. I don't know where they at, man. But we could ask a couple, huh, baby. I'm we could sorry. Do, we, could do, we could do some of these. We could do a couple before we wrap this up, y'all. Hit that record on that, baby. Um. Okay, let's go with this. Um, your significant other gets a their dream job in a city far away. You do not want to move. They take the job and move. Does this mean they value their job over the relationship? Yes. Explain. If you get, even though I would move, but say like if you get a two, probably a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar job. Mm-hmm. Up all the way, like I'm gonna say, like Washington D.C. or something, mm-hmm. and you know I don't agree with that. And like we're about to get married, we have a child, we have a family, we bought a house down here. I don't want to just get up and leave mm-hmm. because you got that opportunity. But I would if that was the case. But 
I but like and if you just be like, well, I'm going, like I'm I'm just I'm leaving. And I'll be like, well, if you do that, you know, you don't really care about your family. Cause if you you choosing basically you choosing money over us. No, it's just significant other. Take family out. Okay, well you choosing money over your significant other, basically. You are. Cause you're not gonna you're not gonna be around us, but you still right to go out there for money. So you don't feel like holding um your significant other back from a groundbreaking job opportunity that can further both of y'all lives together? I mean, yeah, but you want me to just change my whole life, though. Did you think about that? Before it's not you... change your life. Um, it's making a sacrifice. It is making a sacrifice. That's what you're doing in relationships. You make sacrifices to better your to better the relationship, to better your life. You make that outside of relationship. That's the main thing life is about, sacrifices. Well, babe, I said I will go with you. Right. I'm just saying, like, from a different people aspect, like, if you get a $250,000 job and they say, yeah, we're going to pay you this, we're going to Washington, D.C. Right. But, like, from other people's aspect, they're probably comfortable where they at, and they don't want to get up and leave. But if that's the case, like, you have to respect your partner's decision. It has to be a mutual decision before y'all go out there. I get what you're saying about the, you know, you got to make sacrifices. But what about that person feels like they don't want to sacrifice that big? Mm-hmm. Well, they just, just for, well, they just will have to split. If you don't want to sacrifice, if somebody's mind is made up that, they have a great opportunity they that, they, that they work hard for. And your significant other, I'm saying this. Listen, if you have a significant other, y'all been together for about um, two, three years. But y'all, um, he gets a job opportunity, a she, $400,000. And you say, no, I, I'd rather stay down here. I don't want to move that far away. You think... You think the man should turn that down or the woman should turn that down because our partner is not ready to move somewhere? I mean, if you weren't ready to move, I'll turn it down. Yeah, I think think it's selfish. It could be selfish. It could be looked at as selfish on either way because you just want to move for a job. And it could be selfish on a partner because they saying, no, don't move. I want you to stay here. Because what about my job is successful down here? Right. Well, it's just that obviously it ain't as successful as the other one. No, I'm saying, all right. Say this. Say, um, I don't know. Like, all right. I don't know if you want me to say your occupation on here. You want me to? You can say an occupation, not mine, but. All right. I'm going to just say a occupation. All right. So say if Dante was a nurse and I was, you know, what I could say, uh, real estate. I'm a real estate agent now, but say like I was like getting like houses, like deals every month, closing every month. So say if I'm making like what? Say if I'm making like $300,000 a year and Dante get a job opportunity that makes $400,000 a year. Of course we're not moving for that. No. I, all right. Well, you get a job opportunity and make $600,000 a year. Double yours? Yeah. And I'm making three. Yes. No. Well, it depends on what I can make down here. But I'm sacrificing because I'm sacrificing. Right. It depends on what I can make down here, though. Yeah, but you can't. You're not going to make $600,000. Yeah, but I'm saying here. if I'm making $300,000 down here... It don't make no sense because it's the same money. You making three. If I go to the other place and make six and you not have a job or you just sell real estate out there, that's the same money. Yeah, but just in that scenario. It depends on the money. That's what you're saying. Yeah, like, so like, okay. I'm, if I'm successful down here, I wouldn't want to give up everything I got that going on down here. That makes sense, though. Yeah. All right, cool. Okay, let's do a couple more before we wrap it up. One more because Danny hungry. 
So, calm now. So make it a good one. She like these cars, though. She like anything she could put in her mouth. Your significant other gives you a hall pass to have sex with another person under one condition. You let them watch. What happens next? I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. First of all, I don't want to have sex with nobody else anyway. When you're in a, when you're in a relationship, you shouldn't want to. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they got people who like the, they swingers and shit, who like to do stuff <laughs> like that. Swingers and shit. Yeah, but like that, that be people Bless like, baby. that be people like that be older and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I feel like, like even now, like I feel like I'm too immature, not immature as a, a whole, but immature sexually to have a threesome right now. I can't, I can't. Mm-hmm. Like maybe when we get older and we want to spice up the relationship, cool. All right. We could, you know, try it, try it out, see how it go. But right now, I don't think I'm that mature in sexuality to want to have a threesome, see my partner having sex with somebody else, mm-hmm. and even, like, try kissing a girl or being sexual with a girl or something. Mm, how do you feel about the stigma of the, you know, the bachelor bachelor parties of a man doing his last go-around before he wrapped up for his life? What do you think of that? Like, what do you mean last go-around? His last go-around with a woman, another woman other than his wife. Like you have sex ba- with you, Yeah, you know bachelor parties. Uh, get oral or have sex. What is your thoughts on that? <laughs> Bro, look, that's all I got to say. If you go do all that for your bachelor party, because like at the end of the day, you're single till you get married in these times. That's what they say. You're single till you get married. But me, I don't play about marriage. So you better get it out your system before we get married. And you just better not let me find out. Hmm. That's all I got to say. Okay. All right, y'all. I think that wraps up this episode. We touched on a lot. This is the 50th anniversary episode. And we started with this um, group, me and you. Um, but we have a newer member right here who we didn't start with. She going to be on here. Yeah, y'all. Um, she already be helping me edit. But this is the Tavis' podcast, 50th episode. This was a good one. Y'all seen a little bit of our family, our dogs in the back. We kept them up because they're poo-poo butts and they stink right now. If they're in the bath. So, but other than that, y'all, this is Tavis Podcast. I'm glad y'all tuned in. We almost to a thousand subscribers as well, so keep getting us there. And um, we will be having a giveaway next year around this time. We will. It's going to be a good one. Probably. It's going to be a good one that we want to give away for Christmas because we've been working hard. And we have more stuff that we will be talking about next year mm-hmm. that... You guys that will be very proud of. But yeah, once again, 50th episode. We're going to get to 100, hopefully 1,000. And we're going to keep going. The team visual network. Wait, let me see. What? Is the, oh, you about, to, you about to keep saying stuff? No, go ahead. Oh, I thought you were about to say the, like, the little ending. Go ahead. Oh, all right. This was the team visuals network. And we out. We out.